Steph's in the City is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, my name is Stacey Pressman, and I'm the host of the Pressman Hour Podcast, along with my co-host, Angela Riley. I'm a comedian, I'm a provocateur, and I like to talk about everything and anything that comes to my head. Me and my co-host, Angela, we kind of fight about stuff. Sometimes we have great guests, so if you have like an hour to spare and you're not doing anything... Listen to the Pressman Hour on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city. Steps in the city. They're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. What day is it? it? I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Steph's the, yeah, Steph's in the city day. Although I was what the, so like you can't pop quiz people like that. You can't pop quiz. <laughs> what I woke up this it? morning. Well, I woke up this morning and I rolled over. I'm like, thank God it's Saturday. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, what's the difference at this point? I, it, right? It's kind of insane. I think today it's finally hitting me that it's a whole new world out there. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of, oh, it's on my list of what's popping. But like I this one story popped across my my Facebook like alerts or whatever. And I'm like, oh, wow, that was canceled. Like, this really is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that cancellation got you shook. It did. And it's so stupid. I guess I could talk about it. We're going to talk about everything. It's the it's the freaking poop, the poop emoji thing. Like once I saw that the poop was canceled, I was like, they canceled the poop. Like, that makes me so sad. <laughs> Actually, when you sent it to me, I was like, there's no way this is happening. Why is she even sending this right now? When they canceled the poop, right? So why are we having... So and it's so funny because yeah, we have... I didn't uh, know listen. why you were even... <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, I didn't even know why you were thinking it was going to happen. Of course it was going to happen. It's like a big giant poop jumpy. Like everybody was going to go visit that thing. They don't know. We have listener another. We have a lot of listeners named Ken. So we had uh, Ken W and he sent it over at the same time that I saw it. And he said the same thing. Like the, the world has definitely changed or wait, what, what did he say? He said, I can't believe they canceled the giant poo tour. Now this is getting serious. And I'm like, I just saw that. And I had the same thought. <laughs> My cancellation was um, I was supposed to do a Pilsen Cantina crawl on Saturday. Oh, fun and they were tacos. like not canceling it, not canceling it. And just yesterday they emailed, which I was kind of like, duh. But I was like, oh, I guess I'm really not going to Pilsen and drinking. Yeah, that was like a, a last minute. But I guess maybe they they think that like as long as the governor extended the, you know, stay your ass at home date, like everybody should just assume nothing's going on. I think they don't want to refund people. Oh, that's true. Well, I was supposed to be in uh, Nashville last week, right? Oh, right. <laughs> And uh, I got an email from them. They're like, well, because I want to say like the registration fee is like 375 bucks or, you know, whatever it was. 
And they're like, if you would like to donate that to us, because, you know, we're not going to be getting paid or I'm like, fuck you. No, like, I appreciate the fact that you're doing your job, but so are the fucking rest of us. And some people aren't working. They could use their fee getting refunded. Yeah. Then they're like, well, if you want to donate like $75 of it, and I'm like, no, give me a full refund. That's crazy. Isn't it? And then, you know, I... I'm telling you this whole like I wonder if I would be feeling like a little more calm and a little more loving toward my fellow human if there wasn't social media. (laughs) It really it makes a difference when you stay away from it for a little bit. It does. And I'm telling you, like, I have had to block, unfriend and unfollow so many people. And It's like, show me pictures of your dog or the birds or, you know, the sky or whatever. But I don't I don't want you to try to force feed me your political views like I just don't. Or I don't want you to try and force feed me your views on, you know, what's going on with this this whole pandemic. Like you might think it's it's not that big of a deal. And someone else with autoimmune disease might look at it as like a death sentence if they catch it like I don't know. So today my day started with my, I told you about my ultra conservative uh, Christian cousins in Wisconsin. Yeah. And, and it's her birthday today. So she's really not my cousin. She's my cousin by marriage. Right. She sends me this video of this rancher in Texas. She doesn't even say anything. It's just a Facebook messenger video, which we all know when people send those without saying like, oh my God, I saw this and thought of you, or I thought this was cute. Check it out. When you're just like sending them like a chain letter, fuck off. I, I delete you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So she sent this video and I'm thinking, well, it's her birthday. Like maybe this is like, you know, what I'm doing for my birthday is like send a donation for this or something. So I watched the video and it's this boohoo motherfucking cattle rancher in Texas that probably makes a million dollars a minute. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's crying about how all of the um, processing centers are closed. Yeah, motherfucker, because the people are getting sick. Like they have to close them. And then he's crying that uh, that the, uh, the president of the United States shouldn't make the rules, that we the people should make the rules and we should be calling and telling them to open up the economy, open up these plants, you know, the processing plants for the meat, that he's got cows that are ready to uh you know, that are they're ripe and ready to be slaughtered, but that he can't do it. And the government's telling him what to do. And then there's meat coming. I from. give you props for even watching it that long, because I think I would have turned it off like <laughs> 10 seconds in. Right. Well, he's like, we're getting meat from Namibia. Well, look here, motherfucker. Like if the meat coming from Namibia is processed and packaged properly and that's what we're getting, that's what we're getting. Right. I I just got so irritated with the video. And again, this is her birthday today. And she, this is what she's doing on her birthday. So I sent her this long message. And I'm just like, I do not appreciate your bullshit propaganda coming to me. Like, and I basically said, Did you end it with like, happy fucking birthday? No, I didn't even say happy birthday. I just said, hope you and your family are staying uh, safe and healthy. The thing is, is that her husband is wealthy. She doesn't really have to work. You know, she kept having babies till she couldn't have any more and then adopted them. Like, there's a whole backstory to this woman. She is not the brightest, uh, you know, bulb in the box. 
she she sounds it, bored. She, for she's so just kids. so I just said to her, I'm like, if you really want to open the economy, then get your ass out there and go work in the hospitals because she's a nurse. I'm like, go work in the hospitals. Go help those people on the front lines. I'm like, if you're worried about the food not getting to the people, then go to the fucking farmer and get the food and deliver it to the food bank. I don't need to see your bullshit. What made you think that I needed to see this video? I work hard every day. I take care of my family. I know that God has a you know higher purpose for all of us. So what was your point? I said, you're a a woman of God, why are you spreading this psycho man's word instead of the Lord's? Like I let her have Did she respond? She's like, yeah, I, I can't read it to you because I deleted her. Um, but <laughs> but she was just like, oh my, this isn't about politics. This is about the food chain. Like, fuck you, bitch. It's all about politics right now. And it's not about the food chain. It's about the, pe as she says, it's not about the people. It's about the food chain. No, it is about the people because without people working in the packing places, there isn't a food chain, you know? Right. And right now, all these farmers are plowing their crops underground and, you know, the, the, they're slaughtering animals and not being able to get them to the marketplace. Why? Do you, and the dairy farmers are letting the milk go to waste. Why? A, all the schools are closed. How many fucking cartons of milk magically. go to school? What? She thinks things just happen magically. We don't need. Right. And I'm just like, do your homework. I told her, I'm like, you don't thoroughly investigate anything. You, you know, like you don't even bother to validate it. Like, don't bother me ever again. Like, So I'm now are you going to hear from your cousin who's married to her? Like, I don't care. He wears a MAGA hat. If, if <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Yeah. I, I yeah. love my cousins. They're my family. But look, just because genetics make us family doesn't mean I have to like share your opinion yeah so i agree yeah. she's the same one she's the same one that went on facebook when they were doing the vote in wisconsin and i was so uh she goes it's illegal for them to cancel the to for them to cancel or delay the vote and like i and a couple of my other cousins like all posted like facts like okay then how did 15 other states delay their vote like it's not illegal dumbass that's the same one she, so. It doesn't sound like much of a loss, I guess. Mm -mm. No, but I was just like, God, I was just wanting to enjoy my day of relaxation. This is the first fucking thing I got to deal with you in the gotta morning. You got to just stay off social media, I think. I guess, but I, again, like I see this thing coming from her and I'm like, oh, it's her birthday. I'll be, I'll watch it and I'll tell her happy birthday. Well, I didn't tell her happy birthday. I told her to go fuck herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm such an asshole. You were popping off already. I was. Let's see. Let's see what Cardi says about I what's popping. Now I make money moves. It's what's popping. <laughs> what's popping? Cardi B would be like, "Bitch, I'm gonna pop a cap in your ass." <laughs> You're such a crab today. <laughs> uh, so, Steph, I, I know that both of us watched this. Well, at least until I put my magic glasses on. But I think I saw most of it. Um, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it was pretty good. They they did way better. I think even, I mean just the fact that they're doing it from home is pretty cool, but like I think they did even better of a job the second episode from home than the first one. I agree with you 100 100%. And um Brad Pitt doing Fauci cracked me <laughs> up cuz Fauci wanted Brad Pitt to play him. Yeah, that was his answer when they asked him. 
Yeah. So that was cute. And then I loved Pete Davidson and Adam Sandler. That was funny with Rob Schneider at the window. Like, let me in. Yeah. And I was it was actually like stuck in my head. I think I watched it on Instagram the next day. And it was making me laugh because I kept singing like going crazy and crazy and crazy. crazy. Yeah. That and was because cute. that's how you feel when you're home, <laughs> like it works. Well, yeah. No, today I think is like my first day that I felt a little crazy. Only because I'm like, okay, let me sit down now and relax. Then my son's like trying to do paperwork. And again, I got, I'm like, look, I can't with you right now. Like, you know, I just sat down to relax because I did. did, I was fucking Cinderella. I got up and I'm like, the ashes in the fire, the fireplace, like in the firebox. I could smell it because it was really damp and humid today. I'm like, let me clean out the fireplace. So I was like fucking Cinderella. As soon as I got up, I showered and then climbed inside the fireplace to clean it out. Like, how stupid was that? Yeah, that was a backwards play right there. Yeah, but I'm like, I can't. There's no way I can sit and like relax and watch TV and smell all those ashes, like just sitting in the fireplace. <laughs> so. Well, my favorite thing though from Serenet Live was what's up with that, Keenan. Yes, my favorite sketch that they haven't done in like 10 years and they finally did it again. Yes, it was very he did a lot of fun, fun sketches, though. Yeah, he's just so by good. himself. I think he he's so the longest running castmate now, like ever. He's been on there. He for so is. Long. And I want to say he I don't exactly know, know, like specifically what accolades to give him, but he he's been the longest running member, but he's also been like the most the longest running or most consistent actor like in everything he's been doing. Like oh, he really? hasn't stopped. Yeah, I can look that up. But I mean, of course, t- I know him from Good Burger and stuff growing up. Welcome to Good Burger. <laughs> my kids loved that movie. Yeah, my brother and I liked it, too. I actually just always liked Keenan. Like I always had a little crush on him. So when he joined Saturday Night Live, I was very happy and he consistently brings it. Yeah, Keenan Thompson. Um I'm trying to remember what it was, but like he totally I guess when you would when you put like all of his projects together and everything he's been involved in, like he's like the hardest working man in showbiz. Wow. Yeah. Good for yeah. him. Yeah, he is the longest um, <clears throat> tenured cast member on SNL. Yeah. Well, if you like him, guys, look look into him. He's got so much going on. If you didn't watch Saturday, at least watch What's Up With That. Because it's... What's Up With That. Yeah. No, they, he did quite a few good ones. What was Who was the one that was cooking and had like the... Oh, when he did it, um, David Ortiz, Big Poppy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Need to get the big ass pot. And then he's got show. the guy yeah. that sells the big ass pots. And then he's like, he had the phone like taped to the taped to the top of the stove, like where the vent is or the yeah. hood is over the stove, and then it fell in the pot. I don't know. That it all cracked me up. I needed a good laugh. That's what that we a- need. Right. It was all really funny because I'm running out of shit to watch. You haven't gone to 90 Day Fiance yet? I'd watched that prior to all this pandemic stuff. Oh, okay. So it's like, eh, I don't know. I, I think th- some of those people are so stupid. I get aggravated. So then I, I feel really like- find it entertaining and like aggravating a little bit, but just more like you idiots, like laughing at them. 
until this newest season I'm watching, this stupid guy, I actually feel bad for him. Like, you don't have friends telling you that this is just all fake and this woman is this in the, the guy Ukraine. with no neck ed or whatever his name no, is oh but i think that's the newest season and i keep seeing memes and i'm like oh my god i can't wait to get to it because it just looks like such a train wreck i from the from what i see i don't feel bad for him at all who the ed guy yeah <laughs> yeah i saw like part of an episode and i'm and I, I just looked at him like what the fuck I don't know. They find the craziest people. The one thing that I did see previews for, and I'm like, well, I'm not busy on Friday nights anymore, is that Not to Hot, that Mama June show. (laughs) (laughs) No, you are not. I feel like there's so many other things you can watch before you watch that. I don't. Well, they had like a teaser on where they had addicts. Like they're just. They had Honey Boo Boo like crying when like whatever what happened to Mama June and then you see Honey Boo Boo crying and then I kind of googled it and I see that Mama June lost a couple teeth and I was like oh damn like I gotta watch this to catch up on what happened with her. They are nuts but they're I don't know there's something about their craziness that appeals to me. All right well you can go with that and I'll stick with my 90 day fiance I guess. Well, we did. So maybe I'll try this show because Roxy, super fan Roxy, uh, she emailed us and she said, hey, bitches. <laughs> She's still calling us bitches, but we That's are. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, she said The Last Kingdom on Netflix is a great series. Four seasons. It's a fictionalized version of Alfred the Great becoming the first king of all England. I think she his might buddy, have told me U- about that. Yeah. His buddy, Utrid. Hutred, I don't know how you would say that. U H T R E D. Hutred is super hot. <laughs> All right. The super hot guy. She said you guys should check it out. Love you both. Stay safe, Roxy. I did want to watch The Crown. I keep saying that's on my list and I haven't watched it yet. I think I tried watching it and uh, my magic Couldn't glasses. Do it. Yeah. I think I fell asleep. Those I don't magic know. Magic glasses will get you. I, I really. I should probably be wearing them more often because they had another one of those ridiculous, uh, like those ocular migraines. Remember I went to the ER for the first one and then I had another one a couple weeks ago and then I had one yesterday while I was driving home from work. You think it's from like not wearing your glasses? I, you know, the only thing I could think of was that, well, there, there are a couple factors. Like I was super hot at work and even hotter because I had to wear my mask. So it's like 80 degrees in there. You're wearing this mask. You can't take it off. And um, when I got into the car, you figure I was like three quarters of the way home, but I was sitting at a stoplight and I know I shouldn't look at my phone, but I like looked at my phone and then looked up like a couple times, you know, just checking to see if the light was going to turn green. And I don't know if it was the constant like focus close, focus far, focus close, focus far that my eyes were like, fuck you. So I could be like, I could have been hot and dehydrated or it could have been like the abuse of my vision. I don't know. But it only lasted five minutes where the last time it lasted for like 30. So I don't know. I got home and I Googled it again. I'm like, I'm not having a stroke. I took aspirin. I'm like saying my ABCs and looking in the mirror to make sure my face isn't numb. Like I was so stupid. (laughs) So whatever. I guess I just need feeling better. 
Yeah, I mean, I was fine. I think I got a minor headache when I got home. And I was talking to super fan Roxy about it. And she's like, oh, well, you know, it could be hormonal. And I'm like, great. That's all I need. Being a woman sucks pretty much a lot. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that one. It's not fun. (laughs) No, it is not fun. What else do we have on our list? We had dumb. Thanks, Rocky. Roxy will check. I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll check right. it out. Maybe I'll try that before I go to Mama June, not to hot. Yes, um, please. Stuff your favorite people are getting divorced. God, I hate them. <laughs> uh, Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. Yeah. Announcing their divorce after 10 years. And they have three kids, which the Camden Jack, Jackson Wyatt, and Sailor James. Yeah. I don't know about Sailor for a boy. More of like I think a that's a girl. Name. I think it is a girl. Well, then why is the middle name James? Uh, there's a girl's name James. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, the, but I saw the teacher saying, will get that kid in the class and just be like, mm, that's going to be a toss up. We'll wait and see when I see what this kid looks like. <laughs> yeah. I like names like that, though. Keep people guessing. Yeah, true. It does keep people guessing. I thought it was a little boy. And I'm like, I just think of Sailor Moon when I hear Sailor. They um I read that they're well she she's the one who filed for divorce and she filed saying marital misconduct on his part. Oh. So there were cheating mm. rumors. I think about both of them though the last couple of years. Well yeah, doesn't she host that like let's get you guys to fuck in a hotel or on an island or something show, right? Oh, did she? Yeah, you're I now I'm remembering. Yeah, what was it called? Like something like a hotel I'll tell you what. It was like Love Island or something, right? One of those. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it just said that she cited Oh, Yeah, it says inappropriate marital conduct. Yeah. And I guess the rumors that around Nashville is they really just don't like each other anymore. And they would accuse each other of cheating, but nothing is solid. So it does it's not saying that, that they think it's true. It's just like something that they would accuse each other of. So who knows if she's really knew that he cheated or not. You know, in my opinion, when it comes to like when it when people are just like when they finally admit they want to get a divorce, they're no one's going to be really nice to each other. And yeah, I was just telling a friend, I'm like, honestly, if you could see the deep, dark monster inside of that person that you swear that you'll love to the end of your days. And if you saw that like monster on the inside, you would walk away so fucking fast like you would run. So everybody has that in them. And when people go through a divorce, man, that monster comes out and it's just you, you just like you look at that person and go, I would have never thought you would have treated me that way or talked to me that way or whatever. Yeah. I mean, granted, I don't think every divorce goes that way, but majority of them do. I honestly don't know that I would like if someone cheated on me once, I don't know that I would divorce them. I don't know that I believe that people can be like truly monogamous for like ever. I mean, if it was a pattern and they just wanted to be like out there effing everyone. But I think that's something you can get over if it's a one time deal. I, I mean, yes, I think circumstances are different. It's not like, um, 
you know, this guy had a mistress for 35 years and then you just found out about it or he got drunk at a party and, you know, made a bad decision. I mean, there's different circumstances and everything. I think it just matters like where you are at with that person outside of that incident, you know? So if you're already sick of that person or they they already take you for granted or they treat you like shit and then they fuck up like that, then that that'll be like the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but if you have a great relationship and oops, his dick slipped into her and you think you can, <laughs> you or can she slipped forget. On, that, on that dick. <laughs> Then, I mean, I don't know. I think everybody's circumstances are different. There oh, are a lot yeah, of people out sure. there with open marriages. In fact, just talked to a friend who was having an open marriage. And it, it she finally just said, like, look, it's not working for me. Like, I, I'm in love with this other guy. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Right. So that you take the risk. That, <laughs> right. You take that chance. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I can see marriage being an I can't say a necessity but for old time's sake like you know so that the kids if you have kids you know what I mean it's more of like a a family kind of thing but if you're not going to have kids together and like, I, I don't think, know if I'd get remarried again what's I think the point that's part of the reason why I don't really care because I never really wanted kids Right. And that's not to say that I'm anti, like, I love my nieces. I love, like, my cousin's kids. And, like, I've dated people with kids who I've liked. But, like, just having kids was never a priority or, like, something I wanted. So yeah. I think, yeah, that that maybe would push me to, like, want to be married if I wanted to have kids. Yeah, just to have that completion of family. Right, right. right. But, um. Yeah, I really don't think that there's a need for it. Honestly, it, getting married is easy. Getting divorced is so difficult. It's such a pain in the ass. Costly um, pain in the ass. And it, well, it's and it's just it just is a lot of pain for people. Like, why bother? Like, if you don't need to be married, then guess what? If you wake up 10 years from now, Kristen, and you don't love your Jay Cutler, you could just pack your bags and go. Yeah, sounds like that's what she's doing. Right, right. It's just, it. you know, the only reason people get married are to make divorce lawyers rich. And they were quarantined in the Bahamas for a long time, and they still couldn't get it together. So imagine how many other divorces are going to come out of here. People weren't even on vacation for a month of this. They were stuck Well, because they're stuck in the fucking house, right? Like, you know, people could go to the gym to escape their spouse or go to dinner with their friends or do whatever. And now you're stuck in the house. And that's the, you know... uh, the people that are in these open marriages, like, okay, you had five girlfriends and now you're stuck in the fucking house with the wife. Like, yeah. are you really happy? Cause you can't see your girlfriends. <laughs> Cause this is you the know. test. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I don't know. Them anyway, we don't care about them anyway. Mm-mm. No, no. What else do we have on our what's popping? We already talked about our poo not showing up in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have something for you. Okay. Um, that honestly, I might do this just because why not? Penis erectus. Maybe I can make up a new spell. Um, you can go to 
Uh, Hogwarts is here. I believe it's Hogwarts is here.com. Yep. Hogwarts is here.com and it's an online social network. It's been around since 2014, but you can enroll in seven different Hogwarts classes. And um, yeah, so you can do astronomy, charms, herbology, history of magic, potions, transfiguration, and defense against the dark arts. Um. So you have to choose your house and then I already know that I'm whatever they're in. I think I was either Gryffindor or Hufflepuff. I'd have to go back and check that. Ooh, you're Slytherin. Yeah, bitch. You snaky little snake. I took it on Pottermore too, which is the official site, just to be sure. Okay. I'll have to check mine on that one and yeah, see. I think know. it was my niece that just asked me a bunch of questions and then told me what I was. And who knows? <laughs> she could have been on the site and just asking me questions. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, speaking of snakes, today my son was like cutting the grass and he picked up a garter snake. <gasps> I know. I'm like, you're so disgusting. He's like, well, I wash my hands three times, but they kind of smell. And I'm like, you're no. so gross. Like, why'd you touch it? Niecy Nash, do you know that actress? She's on Reno 911. And yes, she posted, I follow her on Instagram. Like, she posted herself crying that a snake almost bit her in her yard. And people were Ooh. like laughing, like commenting. And then just a little bit ago, she posted a picture of the snake. It was fucking huge and thick. Like, oh. I almost started crying just looking at the picture. So I don't know what it is with the snake theme though lately, or maybe it's just because now the weather is getting warm and that's what happens. But I feel like I've been hearing about a lot of snakes. Yeah. Well, I knew we had a snake like living by the um, air conditioning, the outside air conditioning unit. So anytime I went like in the back of the house, I would just like, you know, give that little spot the eye, like keeping my eye out for a snake. (laughs) The laser focus. Yes. Like what did he do once he picked it up? Did he throw it somewhere else? I don't know. He said it was a baby. Who knows? I don't think he would have killed it. Honestly, snakes are like my biggest. That's like, I can't. I can't. Mine is caterpillars. <laughs> oh, that's right. Weirdo. Well, and he found like a fuzzy one a couple weeks ago and threw it at me while I was laying on the deck. I'm like, I'm going to fucking shoot you. Like, what are you doing? You know, I hate him. He just likes to like poke me. Now that but, like, he's they turn been into home. pretty butterflies. Stuff they're gross. They're, I mean, I don't really they're like little them, wrinkly baby snakes. They're like eh, snakes. I'm not afraid of worms. I'm not afraid of worms. I bait my own I put hook those in and the all same, that. Like they're in the same category. Uh uh-uh. uh. They have eyeballs. They look at you. They have like little <laughs> teeth on them. Mm-mm. Some Do of them they have all those teeth. What do you think they do? They eat leaves. They gotta have teeth. You're crazy. Worms not, just you're not suck gonna get dirt me. through a wormhole. You're I don't. Not don't... gonna get me to be afraid of a caterpillar now. <laughs> well, I'll make sure there's no snakes around when you come over. Uh, yeah, I mean, I probably pass out. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, but caterpillars too. Like I, I am so scared of them. I like freak out. Like I scream and I run when I'm not afraid of any other bug. Like, for example, I had all the windows open and I have a skylight in my bathroom. So I was like sitting on the toilet and I just hear like something hit the tile 
And I was like, what the fuck was that? And I looked down and it was a fucking stink bug. <gasps> I'm like, you motherfucker. So then I like turned to get a piece of toilet paper and I turned back to get him and he was gone. And oh. I'm like, so I'm like, let me wipe my ass real fast and I'm going to find that. Did you find it? <laughs> yeah, I found him. He had okay. like slid into like a crack by the cabinet. And I'm yeah. like, you're done. And I smushed him and threw him in the toilet. Well, that's good to know, because if I ever have something in my apartment, I'm going to make you kill it. Oh, I don't mind. The bugs don't scare me. It's just caterpillars. Even spiders don't scare me. I'll be like, oh. creep me out. I mean, I don't, I'm not like as terrified like I would be of a snake, but I don't like them. You got to watch that video with that guy with like, whatever he has on his head. And he's like, I'm a snake. Oh, I'm I've seen that. Snake. That like stupid guy. I'm a snake. Yeah, my yeah. brother used to play it all the time. He's just so stupid. It makes me laugh. I'm a snake. Um, do you know what was stupid and made me laugh was seeing Ben Affleck. Like, I like him. He's cute. I even watched The Accountant the other day. He's such a fuck boy, though. When he had his mask pulled up over his nose and he's like smoking, smoking. a cigarette. Yeah, I saw that. So, like, what's the fucking point? But so I now- mean, he had the mask on at least. You got to give him props <laughs> for keeping it on. He's hilarious. I'm like, well, could you cut a hole in it? But then when you exhale your smoke, like you're just inhaling it right back again. Like, who knows? But they said Ben Affleck smoking in a mask might be the ultimate coronavirus meme. (laughs) It says, what do you do when a global pandemic is ravaging the world, isolating people from their loved ones? And the president is on TV recommending sarcastically that everyone should shoot up with bleach. Well, if you're Ben Affleck, you throw on your face mask, your shirzy, and a shoulder bag, wander outside, shove that mask above your mouth for a good old-fashioned smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> He's dating that young girl. That, uh, yeah. Anna, I'm a, whatever. De Armas or whatever. Yeah. It's like a, a lot of A's in that name. I was just surprised she wasn't in the pictures because I feel like I can't see a picture of him lately without them being like on uh, top of each other. They were in the, she was in that oh, she picture was? but they, they cropped her out because oh. they're like she just doesn't fit in with the meme like we don't want her in it. <laughs> that makes sense now. It all makes sense. Yeah she was in it but they cropped her out because they just wanted him. <laughs> they didn't want her. That I thought that was kind of funny. That is. And and that's one thing now that the weather's gotten warm and I, I'm kind of bored. Like my whole thing in the summertime was just to sit on the deck and have a smoke. And even though I haven't smoked in almost a decade, I've had such a like a craving. Were you like addicted, addicted? Like, was it hard for you to quit? No, you know, the. I mean, my babysitter taught me how to smoke when I was two. I mean, I'm sorry. Two. seven. I was in second grade. <laughs> I know. You know, I was like sitting there thinking like all these motherfucking spoiled ass kids these days with their nannies and their, you know what? My babysitter was the fucking teenager down the street whose boyfriend had a raper van and we would all pile in the van with her and her bong and we'd cruise around while her and the boyfriend got stoned to the bone and we rolled around in the van. Like that was our babysitter. And she taught me how to smoke when I was seven. (laughs) So I don't think I was addicted, though. I mean, I quit cold turkey. I was like, I guess I don't need to do this anymore. I was just going to say, if you just had a pack and like every now and then you sat on the in the back and smoked one, I don't think that's a big deal. 
Well, and that's what I did. But I, I just, I was like, I don't need this for my health. I don't need this. Like it just was silly. And I hate the smell of it. So even mm. now at work, if I pass somebody in the parking lot smoking their car, I give them the look of death. Cause I'm just like, it just smells. I don't want to smell now. So I'm like the worst towards smokers now, but for years, I, yeah. you know, I, I did. I was even telling I think the kids. Because I grew up with two parents who smoked. So like the smell doesn't really bother me like it does other people I you know when I grew up with a smoker my mom smoked I mean I but it's the smell now it totally bothers me and it's kind of funny because I remember my dad would like knock on my bedroom door are you smoking in there no dad but yet I would have like three smokes lit and three different ashtrays and my windows were closed (laughs) Like, of course I was smoking and my kids find it like we'll watch movies from like the 80s and they're like, you were really allowed to smoke on airplanes. You were allowed to smoke at work. And I'm like, yeah, like we smoked everywhere. Well, I think you were in hospitals, right? You could smoke. Yeah, there were posters that would say that doctors choose camels. (laughs) Like, I mean everybody smoked it was it was a big deal to get a carton of smokes as a gift back in the day yeah you know but well, I yeah think i would tell pictures the kids of like sorry hmm? <laughs> i think there's pictures of my mom after she had me like sitting in the hospital smoking in the bed i'm i'm sure there is there i have pictures of my mom with a schlitz can in one hand and a cigarette in the other and she was pregnant with my brother Oh, I yeah. don't think they told you that smoking and drinking was bad. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? That explains why my brother is the way he is, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, the kids are always amazed. I'm like, we used to, that, and that was part of the reason because I wasn't really a big drinker. But when I would go out to the bars with my friends, they would be drinking. So then I would like light up a smoke because it was something to do that was a bar activity. Yeah. So, and you know, if you, if you used a bowl, you knew that if your hands got sticky, you could use a little ashes from the ashtray to dry up your sticky hands. That I never knew. Usually there's no chalk or something there. Yeah. The chalk bags, but yeah, sometimes you would use a little ashes on your hands. Isn't that funny? (laughs) That's a tip, Steph. If you ever go bowling. Well, nobody smokes in the bowling alley anymore. Never mind. Can't smoke anywhere anymore. No, you really can't. Um, so guess whose birthday was this week? Um, I don't uh, You I don't, don't know? know? I, oh, okay, Lizzo's here. was yesterday. Yeah. Blame it on my juice. Yeah, uh, it's her third. It was her thirty second birthday. Yeah, uh, yesterday. Happy birthday, bitch! All right, she said it's my birthday. The best gift would be say something nice about yourself in my comments and shake that ass, ho. <laughs> <laughs> so it was on her Snapchat. So yeah, Happy and she really, if you that. follow, I want to say on Instagram, maybe she really had a, like a low cut top on, like. The boobs were going to come out. And she looked really good. There was another one, though, where she had, what did she have on? And she was like, for a second there, I'm like, oh, shit, she's naked on Instagram. 
She's wearing a thong. I forget what day it was, but her whole ass was out. She was recently wearing a thong on ass. Mm-hmm. I do have a funny thing on my uh, Samandy's five things that has to do with another celebrity's ass. <clears throat> Ooh, I Let's can't see wait. Stuff. Well, yeah, I can't wait. We're almost there. We're almost there. Uh, guess what's the most popular uh, baked good going on during this pandemic? Uh, everyone's baking bread. Got any guesses? But I made a cake. Yes. So either one of those. I saw that. Your cake looked delicious. What kind of cake was it? It was good. It was just like a yellow box cake with vanilla frosting. That's all I had. Okay. Yeah, but you wrote on it. It looked pretty. (laughs) Yeah. My decorative skills. Are we on a delay right now? I think we might be. Oh, that sucks. Poor Ed. He's going to have to try to match it up. <laughs> I think it like, um, okay, goes so off and banana on. banana bread. What? Yeah. Okay. I think the delay keeps like coming and going. Well, I'm, I, I'm telling you, folks, there's something with Zencaster tonight. We had to try like five times to get this shit to work. So if there are any technical difficulties... Please forgive us. It's not Mercury in retrograde. We have no fucking clue what it is. Yeah. It's just it's probably all virus. the fucking space link spaceships flying around out there doing some <laughs> shit. Um, so, okay. I've got, so banana bread was the uh, number one COVID-19. Uh, so, you know, people don't know what, what to say. They say coronavirus. They say COVID-19. So let me explain the difference. So the coronavirus is the virus that is spreading around. If you catch it, then you are positive for COVID-19. So the uh. coronavirus causes you to get sick with COVID-19. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Because a lot I of people like are saying, like, coronavirus, coronavirus. Oh, yeah, I got that. I got that. <laughs> See, I had to redo all my drops. So here we go. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! I'm telling you, it's real! It's getting real! Woo! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, because I was like, I see people like, I, I caught the corona, I got the COVID, and so they broke it down and they said, coronavirus is the virus. If you get sick, you am, you are then positive for COVID-19. So yeah, there you know. go. The I'm supposed to get an antibody test at work next week. So I'll keep you posted and let you know. Yeah. That place I told you that that urgent care clinic texts me about it. Are you going to go and do it? Well, now they have the antibody one. I don't know. Is this where they stick the thing up your nose again? Because I don't want that. No, no. The antibody test is um, like they prick your finger and just get oh. like a drop of blood. Yeah, then yeah. I would do that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think it was in biology class in high school. I think we pricked our fingers to see what blood type we were. It's kind of similar to that. All right. Like they just squeeze like a drop of blood in this thing. <laughs> Look like a pregnancy does from what I can see on TV. So watch. I'll take it and it'll be like, you're pregnant. I'll be like, no, that's not possible. <laughs> that's not possible. I did not come here for that. Right. <laughs> 
I may have gained some weight, but I'm not pregnant. <laughs> All right. So I've got uh, I've got special financial news for us. Oh, that's what I didn't load. <laughs> I don't know if I can load it while we're talking. Do you think I can? Well, I'm trying to think of his name. You have so many names for him. Okay. Think of his name while I look for my... Dan. Dan. The super fan. Financial man. Something You're good else. stuff. Is that that's not everything though? Don't you have all Dan this? Dan the super ma- super fan financial man, and then we just call his thing the Dalahala. I don't know. He'll have to tell me, <laughs> or his sister Jane. She listens to the show. She'll have to say. I like, used her spices last week when I was. Oh my cooking. god! I use her spices every day, and like it's Jane's spice going in the whatever I'm cooking. I got some good spices. Yeah, she has good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's Dan's thing. Let's see. Let's hope it works. Did it go? Oh yeah, on the fly. I did it. That was uh, Dan's theme song. Money, money, money. Okay, so this is Dan's Dalahala for the week of April 26th. He says it's kind of short because he's been busy. Uh, Excuse me. The word of the week is most definitely reopen. Initially, it was used um, only by reckless protesters with turbocharged cabin fever, but now most governors across the country are working to establish guidelines for the staged reopening of local economies. The more intelligent approaches will be done in a crawl, walk, run fashion with realistic expectations. Governor Cuomo of New York seems to be creating the gold standard for high population density cities to begin relaxing stay in place restrictions. Governor Cuomo's plans are for a gradual return to work for sectors where social distancing already exists, albeit at closer distances than six feet, such as construction and manufacturing jobs. Then a two week pause to determine if the spread is returning then repeating the process with other economic sectors. Hmm, That sounds like a good plan. Uh, Some good news. CBS now has rapid result testing in five states, Connecticut, Georgia, Massachusetts, Michigan, and Rhode Island. Also announced last week, Johnson & Johnson is gearing up to produce at least 1 billion doses of vaccine once it's developed. One company working on a vaccine commented that it anticipates phase one trials to begin in September, and then phase one trials are performed by the FDA to test safety and toxicity. Uh, this optimistic sentiment was best conveyed by Dr. Thomas Inglesby from John Hopkins, who over the weekend made the comment that we are at the end of the beginning of this battle with COVID-19. Oil continues to get crushed. Crude oil for June delivery is down to $13 a barrel. It had been around $20 a barrel when oil for May delivery was trading at below zero. So considering it's still April, the inference is that demand will continue to be weak and storage will be tight. It seems that delivery of crude oil in June will suffer the same fate as that of oil that was delivered in May. 
Uh, deflation is now a concern. Lower prices are good, but everything, including wage levels, are adjusted downward. Uh, and then he says, unfortunately, Saz's has no plans to lower the price of a Stephanie burger, um, which he invited both of us to come up when everything reopens for a burger. A Stephanie for, burger. We have a, to. Yes. A Stephanie burger. Um, economic activity also declines as consumers think that what they want to buy today will be cheaper at some point in the future. So they defer the purchase to sometime in the future. We have been discussing the idea that consumers need to be pumping money into the economy to start the recovery. Deflation has the opposite effect. For example, consumers hold back from spending. Uh, a silver lining. United Airlines announced that when we start flying again, they will not book the middle seat. We no longer <laughs> we'll no longer have to suffer that passenger with garlic and onion addictions or the seatmate who only showers on a quarterly basis. <laughs> As always, stay calm and take giddies. Take so. giddies. Thanks, Come Dan. on, taking out the middle seat, you're still going to be able to smell the person fart, you know? <laughs> Did yeah, you see that? Sure. The church had a sign that says, if you can smell the fart, you're not six feet apart. <laughs> yes, I did see that. <laughs> I thought of you, stuff. I'm like, that's the best. But, like, I, I mean, I know some people you could smell them probably 10 feet away, so... That's true. <laughs> I still I, like the rhyme. Yeah, if you but they don't know the my fun. family's asses. <laughs> I don't know. My kids are like loud farters, but not usually stinky farters. They're just oh my noisy. God. My brother and my cousins. Oh my god, so they're stinky. Yeah, they need some probiotics. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, they need some probiotics. I want to say something. One of my kids the other day, they were like, it was weird. I went to the bathroom and it had no smell at all. And I'm like, well, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> like maybe your gut bacteria is doing okay. Like, I hope that they didn't lose their sense of smell. No, uh-uh. No, and no one's lost their uh, sense of taste in this house. Everybody's still eating everything around here. I'm like, something burning. My son's like, I'm making chicken Kiev. I'm like, for a snack? Like, really? Chicken Whatever. Kiev. I yeah, haven't had chicken Kiev in so long. I want that. Wait, <laughs> we had an Arctic expedition the other day. <laughs> what do you mean? So I don't. I went to the grocery store. I don't even know what day it was last week. It had to be after we recorded. And I have a deep freeze in my mudroom where my washer and dryer is. It's like right across from the washer and dryer. It's my. It's like a chest deep freeze, right? Mm -hmm. A freezer chest. And um, I went to the store and I bought a bunch of stuff and I'm like, shit, you know, we have the freezer that's on the refrigerator. Then we have the deep freeze. And I'm like, we don't have any room. I'm like, I think it's time we clean out this deep freeze and see what's in there. And I hadn't defrosted it in a while. So we took the hammer and we were like hammering all the frost that had built up on the sides of the freezer. And then we would like unearth a layer of stuff. So, oh my God. <laughs> so by the time we got done with this deep freeze, and it's funny because I don't know what I was doing, putting away the rest of the groceries while David was working on the freezer. And he'd be like, all right, I'm on to the next layer of tundra. And in the, then you hear him in the other room. He's like, I found another pork roast. And then he comes running in. He's like, I found a turkey. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is in that freezer? So when all was said and done, we had the 
you know, the big blue Ikea bags, like I'm talking the big bag. Yeah. Full of ice, full of, Holy it shit. looked like it was full of ice. So then we had a turkey, two hams, six pork roasts. I thought we were out of vegetables. He unearthed like 20 bags of frozen vegetables. And the, the best part was, is, you know, those cartons of eggs at, um, Easter time that are like the chocolate covered marshmallow eggs. Yeah. He found one, like a whole carton of those Ooh, underneath nice. the pile of ice. <laughs> so I was laughing so hard. He did find a, a a loaf of Canadian rye bread, but I think it was from like 2017. I'm like, oh, I'll give that to the docs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you want to trust that again. one. Yeah. So it was kind of funny, though. You didn't like, even need to go to the store. You were stocked up. You know what, though, stuff, it was like all ice because once we cleaned it out and it's like only halfway full now, like, uh, yeah, I could take one of those cows off that rancher's hands if he wants, <laughs> put it in my freezer. But yeah, so that that was an adventure because I had been I've had it on my list, like defrost the freezer, defrost the freezer. It's just I've I never wanted to do it. Yeah. So. I mean, it was a job that got done, but it was kind of funny because I'm like, why the fuck do I have so many pork roasts? Like, I don't really like pork that much. So what? It must have been a sale. (laughs) You were stocking up for something. Apparently I'm stocking up for when there's no meat in the food chain. I got it all over here. Shit. Uh, What else do we have stuff going on over here? Um, I have a position. Do we want to talk about... Do we want to? Okay, well, we'll save this other chat for hold on. For which one? Which chat? Well, do we want to do it before or after our song? Our, uh, okay, we'll do it now. Our Bulls chat. Oh, yeah. I got the theme song, Steph. I like it. And now. I can't. Your Chicago Bulls! <laughs> that was kind of Harry Carey ish, wasn't it? I never get like my my players' names right. Like who Oh yeah, Harry Carey is always good. Jose Vizcaino. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be times I just wander around the house and I just say that. And the kids are like, you're fucking... <laughs> That's the one you say? That's hilarious. Yeah. Right? Because um, he used to always say that. Jose Vizcaino. Maybe too they think Harry's haunting you guys. They're just scared. I love you Harry it so Carey. well. He could totally haunt me. I love that guy. <laughs> So I take it you watched um, episodes three and four Sunday? I did. I watched three and four. But forgive me for being like so blunt. But like, is Michael sick? Like, why are his eyes so yellow? Everybody's asking why he won't Hmm? talk. He won't talk about it. Like, I don't think he'll say why. Well, and I was talking to the kids and they're like, well, isn't that a sign of like something? And I'm like, well, yeah, generally it's a sign of like 
liver issues because you have bilirubin that builds up and it can turn your the whites of your eyes, the sclera of your it's like eyes. jaundice, yellow. right? What? Yeah, jaundice. you get jaundiced. Um, and some babies are even born with jaundice. They like stick them under a little light for a few days until their livers can catch up. Um, <clears throat> but it's like so freaky to see him. And I'm like, either this motherfucker's really baked every time we see him and his eyes are just bloodshot. But it, it, I mean, I, every episode now that I've watched when they go back to Michael Jordan, I'm like, why are his eyes like that? It worries me. Like, I don't want him to be sick. Yeah. You know, let's just think that he's baked. He just needs that because he's got probably horrible knee pain these days. And he, <laughs> you know, smokes some little ganja. I'm, I'm laughing only because when you said horrible knee pain, I am going to post it. But I don't know if we'll get kicked off for it. It just oh, made me laugh so hard. So it's like it's like a picture of an of a knee bent and the lady's like holding her knee and the knee is like really red. Like like you would see this picture on like a knee cream, like a pain reliever cream. Oh, okay. And above it it says my knees after carrying this fat juicy pussy around oh, all day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yesterday, I was like kind of limping, and my coworker's like, "Is your knee bothering you again?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> so then I sent her that, and she was laughing so hard. So, I thought you I'll were gonna say it. you said that. I was like, "Whoa, you're just like wiling out over there." I mean, I I could say stuff like that if my boss isn't in the office. Like we talk <laughs> crazy. Plus, she she's both of us speak Spanish, so it's kind of funny because a lot of the times. I'll pass by her and she'd be like, I chingada, which means it's fucked up. And I'm like, mm hmm, I sure is. You know, so a lot of times we'll speak Spanish and he has no clue, but we get away with it. So, wait, what was I talking about? Oh, about we were talking bulls. about the bulls. I laughed so hard because Horace was yeah. just like, mm hmm. Here, this is what he said Straight up bitches. <laughs> about the fucking pistons straight up bitches i mean when you're reminded of how brutal they were and then what bitches they acted like it was like yeah he's completely right you know he is and it's so interesting to like go back and you know see all this stuff from their perspective and i never realized how much michael michael jordan swore like every other word for a little bit was like fucking 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 i'm like really what i and loved was the clip of him calling someone a cheese head that made me so happy <laughs> <laughs> i was like i love him even more than i didn't know i could love him more but i love him even more now well, and you know who I really got some respect for and feel like I know a little bit better is Coach Phil. Like, I I didn't realize, I guess I, you just always assume when these guys coach the sports, it's because they played the sport, you know. Yeah. Um. Oh, damn, girl, it's thundering over here. Yeah, um, it's, it's bad over here, too. So, but like just seeing that he was like a hippy dippy and you know like he was a little bit different so that maybe he had to help with him having Rodman on the team he was maybe a little more tolerant of him because he he was a guy that was like a square peg you know yeah. and here's Rodman is similar I thought they really underplayed all of the issues that the team had with Rodman though like they didn't really talk a whole lot about him I didn't and, think, though, I feel like, I mean, number one, for him him to be on the Pistons and to be, like, one of those assholes, 
and then for Scotty to kind of like embrace him, especially after he got shoved and everything in that one game. Right. I feel like they kind of put that behind them, of course, but I mean, there were issues. I always loved Rodman, but I was what, like 15, so I was just loving it. Um, you know, I d- I didn't love or hate Rodman. Like I thought he was entertaining. We of course, so people if you haven't listened to Rodman talk about the fact that he broke his dick four times, um you can find it on YouTube. <laughs> he like talks about how many times he broke his dick and it didn't seem to bother him. Um but I I think I was just a more of a fan of like Michael and Pippin like they're um they're just like the teamwork and what strong athletes they were and you know like the good guys like superhero versus villain you know and I to me Rodman was a little more on the edge of being a villain than a superhero I think my dad had a shirt. Someone I knew had a shirt. It was the good, the bad, and the ugly. And it was oh, obviously yeah, I remember Jordan shirt. was the good. Rodman was the bad. And Pippin was the ugly. Ugly, <laughs> yes. I, yeah. And I told the kids, I'm like, I know it's probably in storage, but I had when they were little, because you figure my kids were born in the mid to late 90s, that they, all their baby clothes were Bulls outfits. Like they oh, had yeah. shirts that said three-peat on them. Like they... They were my kids were always no white socks clothes, but they always wore sports clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Steph. Jose Vizcaino. I mean, I grew up in a Cubs household, so I understand. Oh, you do. So you remember Harry saying Jose's name? <laughs> kind of. Um, I, it was more we were more like bears and bulls, I feel like. They I mean definitely baseball, but not like like I didn't I had like crazy outfits, especially like bears pants, like the Zubas and stuff. Oh yeah. No, we definitely were a football family. Um and baseball, we would we would watch games, listen to games, but I don't recall my dad ever like taking us to Cubs games. It was usually like with friends. Oh, although growing up we went to a lot of Sox games because the neighbor across the street was a ticket holder and was giving them away all the time. And they were at night. Um <laughs> but yeah bears like you couldn't even talk to my dad when the game was on he'd be like shh, shh yeah know, watching the game so uh yeah we all grew up in a big football household in fact when i was little i cheerleaded for like one season and then i wanted to play football the other seasons like <laughs> i didn't like the spankies and the skirts one year to at, throw um, a spiral i wanted to days, knock them down which huh? is like the market days is like the gay street fest and I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or so, they had the Chicago women's tackle football team there. And I was like going to sign up and Davion wouldn't let me. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that would really? be so fun. Yeah, yeah, but I'm sure there were probably some brutal bitches there that would probably would have hurt you. Well, and my mom's like, you like break your thumb opening the fridge. Like you're not going to be able to play tackle oh, football. that's too funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to rethink it too funny i hey we could maybe try to get a radio misfits football game going when we're allowed to be within six feet of each other (laughs) next year so yeah right well i we're at an hour in the show so we are going to play our song and we'll do some andy stuff when we come back uh we've got a song this week uh by lauren strange Woo! we haven't heard from her in a while so here is the solution What's it like to wake up and not want to die? You don't have to tell me. 
Strange. It was uh, the song was called The Solution. And Lauren Strange is a Nashville based singer songwriter with a penchant for catchy hooks, 
harmonies and edgy pop rhythms. If you couldn't hear it, one of her um, influences is Liz Fair, which I love. Um, she's been a friend of the show for years. We've had the pleasure of debuting her other songs in the past on our previous podcast, Dishing Bitches. So yes, thanks, we Lauren. Love Lauren. And that yes. song, it was bar- brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. Tweakedaudio.com. Tweakedaudio.com. I'll put a little spin on it. I like it. Um, yeah. We haven't heard from Lauren in a while, and it was like, bam, she hits us. I'm like, I think yes, we're, Ed has we're... a crush, and he monitors her. He does, because he sent us a text. <laughs> I see she sent a song in. It was like in a split second of us <laughs> receiving it. I see she sent a song in. So... Um, and we don't have any voicemails this week, but th- we did. We got email. We got songs. You know, we're doing okay. And I actually, Steph, what's interesting, like I had, okay, remember I talked about the friend who um, his like dream girl was Linda Hamilton? Yes. Do yes. you remember that? So that was a guy I dated and it was like a, gr- a, a big group of us. So there were three guys, two girls. We all hung out together. One was like the, the one guy from the group. He just texted or sent me a Facebook message the other day just saying like, hey, great show. I guess he's been listening to the show. So he's shout the one out had to the crush? Or he was in the group? He was in the group. Like I, okay. I dated the one guy, Tony, and then my... So interesting. The girl that Ed was going to marry, then she like faked that she had leukemia to get out of marrying him yeah that's a whole nother story (laughs) it's a whole nother story but she was in that group and married the third guy so she actually married the other guy so it was nice to hear from steve so shout out to steve thanks for listening um it was great catching up with you but yeah pardon me i said what up steve what up steve and i think his birthday is the day after mine so he's a little capricorn too uh, <laughs> uh, so let's do some Andy's five things because I kind of teased you about one of the things. Five there. things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. Stella Sonic from the Strays out of the UK. I think they were having like a sale on some sort of package deal with like a t shirt and all sorts of good stuff. So if you go to the Strays UK on Facebook, Instagram, or Estelle Chamberlain on on Facebook, and I think I did, I posted her um, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, her Cindy Lauper cover, but it was the chin. The oh, yeah. <laughs> video. I posted that. So um, and I do want to back up just for a second. If you would like to submit your music like Lauren Strange did um, and have us play it on the podcast, please go to radiomisfits.com. Click on the tab that says submit music and follow all the prompts, add your links and send it on over. We would love to hear from you. Um, and you can call us at 312-508-3552. You can uh, also find us across all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and YouTube. And stuff you posted the other day, all those porn links. I thought I'm- that was so funny. Someone posted that and I had to copy and paste it. 
A lot of people loved it. And then here's me. I'm like, are all these really porn? I was going to ask if you clicked on some of them because I know you're always looking for something new. I am. And I'm telling you, a lot of those on the list were legit. I think they probably all are. Uh, probably I was just afraid to like get on them. Believe me, I've gotten stuck on some of these sites before. And then I have to ask my kids, like, can you help me? And they're like, what the fuck are you looking at, mom? Sorry. So, um, but yeah, that was funny. A lot of people like that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, so if you would like to let us know what porn sites you like, you can call us or email us at stuffsinthecity at gmail.com. Um, so number one on my list this week, believe it or not, stuff, was it yesterday? Maybe it was yesterday or sun. No, it was Sunday. I did three virtual masses. On Holy shit. I know. Well, it was like I did my church and then I was like scrolling around and then I saw that Holy Name Cathedral had theirs and I'm like, oh, I like that church. So then I did that one. And then Josh Caterer of the Smoking Popes, he's a pastor at, I think it's called Valley Bible, Valley Bible Church or something like that. In, um, out like in the spring, uh, oh shit, Sugar Grove area, like out that Are way we by us. Are talking like hour long masses? Well, the church one, yeah, my church. Well, you know what? It's kind of funny now that they do the masses on TV or online, they go really fast because oh. there's nobody up there getting communion. You know what I mean? There's not, you don't have to wait for people to bring up the gifts to the altar because there's nobody there. It's just the priest. Like in the weekly masses, my priest is, you can hear the wheels rolling on the camera as he moves it around. It's kind of funny. <laughs> well, so, do you feel so, very pure and saved after three masses? Kind of. Like the one with the the Valley Bible, like that with Josh Caterer, him, his wife, his daughter. It's a lot of music. So it's really good music. And it's more it's more Christian than Catholic. I don't think it's a Catholic. It's just a Christian church. So I kind of dug the music. It was really nice. And he's like his band is like a punk band. So it's not like crazy holy roller music. It's it's decent. And then my church, it's it, you know, it's it's a sense of familiarity. And then holy name just because I haven't been there in so long. So I don't know. I think I'd rather you be on porn sites all day than that. <laughs> I know I go from talking about porn to talking about church but so I gotta get down to the bottom of this mystery stuff apparently I'm not that good of a parishioner that I should know the story but so for my church you can email a picture of you or your family and they print it out and they tape it to the pews so when you're watching church it looks like, you know, you can see all the pictures taped to the pews like these are our families that we're missing and they're here. So apparently Julia Roberts picture made it into one of the front pews. Okay. <laughs> and there were par- parishioners talking about like, I feel like I missed this story. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like I missed it too. So either Julia Roberts is like good friends with the, the head guy, Father Paul, or... Like they tease him because he has a crush on her, which seems weird because priests shouldn't have crushes, right? So I think that he's friends with her somehow. And so she's 
somebody said she sent in her picture, but who knows if they just printed it up to tease them. Like, I don't know the whole story. I got to get to the bottom of it. I just thought it was funny that there's Julia Roberts like picture in one of the pews at my church. <laughs> so we'll look so. forward to like an investigative. Yes, I tried. Report. I was like Googling it. I'm like, Julia Roberts, Father Paul. And then they came up like with her brother. I'm like, no, no, that's not what I meant. So I'll have to I'll have to hit up some of my church peeps and ask them what's the story behind it. Then they'll be like, asshole, if you were really a good parishioner, you would know. Listen, Um, that's not what Jesus would do. So tell them (laughs) do not respond like that. Um, You're too funny. Jesus would not say that. I always want to, um, I think number- I yelled it at someone before in the car because they had like a Jesus fish and then they were driving like an asshole and gave him the finger and I was like, what would Jesus do? <laughs> Which is perfect, right? I should have yeah. said that to my cousin today. Well, I think I did say, I'm like, why are you spreading the word of this man instead of God? <laughs> like I kind of oh, like threw it in her face well my grandma used to say like churches for sinners which i think i i took a little too too much i remember it too well because i'm always like yeah a lot of these people that are i don't know we're not gonna get into it a lot of people are just so righteous but right yeah they're they're not they're not pure of heart yeah yeah i mean they they, a lot of people use religion as a as a crutch to Mm -hmm. make excuses for their shitty behavior and that's exactly what what i think she meant when she's you know would say that right but not you you were just you know well i'm feeling extra pious (laughs) (laughs) i'll admit it we're all sinners but oh yeah um i don't try to pretend that i'm perfect (laughs) by any means exactly that's the difference well, not, that kind of goes along with my number two on the list. So it's a quote of the week. It came from CoStar. So friends, if you guys are not on CoStar, it's a fun little app. It kind of gives you your birth chart. It gives you your daily horoscope. Uh, it also kind of talks about your strengths and weaknesses for the day. So if you kind of just want a little guidance, because we all know it's not an exact science, but it just kind of makes you think about things. Um, my quote, and I want to say this was yesterday. But it said, remain suspicious of the idea of a fixed identity. Recognition is at the heart of being. Is there really a difference between being and being seen? It's pretty profound, don't you think? Yeah, CoStar will get you all together. Yeah, like a fixed identity. I know I don't have a fixed identity (laughs) at the fucking time. I don't know who I am, but um, I think that's what makes me interesting. Like an onion, I got lots of layers. You can peel them back, and sometimes I'm stanky. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But the cool thing about CoStar is, like, I it'll like say, you know, you're having a day similar to so and so if you link up with people. So you can also see like your friends. Yes, because yesterday it was something and it was like similar to Espalara. And I'm like, yep. Yeah. 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 I love that Um, app. I like that app too. It's interesting. Um, And then number three, uh, the shit I see online. So I lay in bed at night and I should just be sleeping, but I'm like going from video to video to video watching stupid shit. So this lady went online and ordered these little 
Gararufa fish, G-A-R-R-R-U-F-A, Gararufa fish. And they came to her in a bag and and then in a box through online. I don't know if it was through Amazon or what it was. And she had like this little pedicure tub and she dumps these fish in there. And those are the, it's like that, the foot eating fish pedicure. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, where you put your feet in the thing. And the fish like nibble off your dead skin and shit. Yes. And they're, it's illegal in so many states because people would get infections. I know they've and, done like, it pe- like when I've been in Mexico or somewhere they had it. Oh, you did it? No, I didn't do it, but I saw oh. it like. Maybe it's Dominican Republic. We went for a massage and in the spa they had that. Yeah, I guess a lot of places have it, but then I'm they're just all scared. Well, it's illegal in a lot of different areas just because it can cause oh shit, I lost my phone. It can cause a, a disease. So this lady bought these fish online and she was like doing her own little fishy foot pedicure in the house. <laughs> and part of me was like, I kind of want to try it. And then the other part of me is like, what the fuck do I do with the fish when I'm done? Yeah. Like, save fish. them. You I can't know. dump them into like any of our lakes if it's not a native species. Really? How would they know if you didn't? Well, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to jeopardize the, you know, the, the, I don't, the balance out here. Shit. Yeah. You know, I get I irritated think, you know, enough I- that. That my neighborhood, they like to spray the lake for certain like uh, weeds and stuff, and I'm like, I don't, I don't really agree with that, but whatever. Just go get one of those cheese grater things for your feet. Cheese grater. My feet are actually in great shape. Like I, I don't really ever need like a heavy duty pedicure. Oh, I just mine that are was... not. Mine are terrible. Oh, you're like my sister. She's got these feet that are like rocks. Yeah, mine are rough. Oh, girl, put some baby well, I also oil have on very them. high arches. It, so like my arches are very soft, but everywhere else is rough. Damn. I'm gonna yeah. buy you some of those fish. Eh, um, <laughs> and know. so number four on my list, I everybody and their mother, they're making these masks now, like out of fabric and fun prints and all that. Um, and while I have like the medical grade ones, I figured, well, I might as well join the club because wh- who's spending money on fashion now? You ain't fucking going anywhere. You're in sweatpants or leggings all day. Yeah. You know, what are you going to buy a fancy outfit to sit on the couch? So I guess like the only fashionable thing to buy right now are masks. So. <laughs> um, super fan Roxy, she's making them. So I bought one for me and two for the boys. I don't know, Steph, if you want one, I can get you one. I have a bunch of friends that are making them. Do you? Okay. Yeah, my friend Chris who makes wigs, he's making, like, he just posted today a really cute one. Like, he's been using t-shirts, like, this White Sox one and one with, like, ACDC on it. Like, all these different ones he's been doing, so... I'll have yeah. to, I think um I think we're friends with him on Instagram so maybe I'll go and see if he's posting anything on Instagram. Yeah, I'll, I'll haired by Harris if you guys want a wig too, go to his. Yes. Well, I thought of him cuz I saw somebody was like dying a wig like a cotton candy finish and I'm like, "Ooh, I wonder if haired by Harris knows how to do this." Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> yeah. It was good. interesting. Because yeah. have you watched that M- Brad Mondo yet? I love that guy. Oh, with his no. Hair. I think I did, did follow him, though, after we talked about it. But I don't yeah, think I he saw. does, like, all those hair videos. I don't know why. I, I just, like, I like watching him. He's so That's dramatic. That's your version of um, ASMAR or whatever it is. 
Mm, kind he of, but he he just is like reviewing people's DIY hair tutorials, and he's oh, like, "Oh, it's girl, funny, yeah, yeah." So he's okay. like, "Oh, you're gonna fuck that up." Oh, actually, it doesn't look bad. So he he's kind of funny. Um, and then number five on my list, we're at the butthole part. Sarah Silverman is fucking crazy. Like I yes. love her; she's hilarious, but she's nuts. And I'm also kind of jealous of this graceful move that she had. <laughs> so she's like on Instagram doing like an Instagram story. Like, you know, it's a video and she's standing there and she pulls her pants down and she's like straight on the camera. So you can see from head to toe. Right. Yeah. So she pulls her pants down and she kind of like bends a little bit and pushes her panties to the side and sticks a, a CBD suppository up her ass and then just like pulls her pants back up. And then you see her playing a video game and she's like, this hasn't kicked in yet. And like, that was the end. But I'm like, I got kind of grossed out because like, you know, she just stuck her finger in her ass and then you just see her playing video games. So it's like, why didn't you show that you washed your ass finger off? Well, I would hope she did. Well, if- same, but like that, like I th- it was a graceful move. Like not too many people can just. Pop I, yeah, I was super in. impressed by how like easily she did it. If did you watch the video? Yeah, I follow her. I saw it on her story. So you saw right, and it was just kind of like, oh, okay, you know. And I, I guess I'm not too practiced with these things because I would be like reading the directions and whatever. No, she just kind of like popped a squat, popped it in, and went on her merry way. So it's like. <laughs> She was like that cop that took a shit in the field and popped his sock off and wiped his ass. Like, you know, these graceful ass things. These people I'm interested do. in these uh, suppositories. I wonder how that is. Because I, I know mean, she said like an hour later she didn't feel it. But I feel like if you give it a little time, like that's anything like edible. You start to well, feel and it. Dude, I mean, people will say, I don't feel it. I think the first time I got high, I was like, we smoked like a bowl. And I'm like, I'm not feeling anything. So then I smoked another one. I'm like, oh, I don't yeah, feel Yeah, you good. can't. That's like, a rookie was mistake. Too <laughs> was well, too much. And then we were like in seventh grade. And my friend that got me high, she's like, go sniff some liquid paper. It'll bring you down. I'm like, hell no. Jesus. I'm going to bed. What grade were you in? Seventh grade. You guys were bad. Dude, I was smoking in second grade. What do you want? Yeah, it's messy. (laughs) I grew up in a rough neighborhood, girl. I'm telling you. (laughs) Um, Rolling around the raper van. Sunday, my friend texted me that she left me a present on my door. And it was a little bag, a cute little gift bag. And she made weed cookies and she dropped them at my door. Aw, that's so sweet. Yeah, which I was very excited. So how were the cookies? Good. I ate half of one Sunday night and I was It wasn't like, like a space cake. Um No, I know not to like eat a whole one or because <laughs> I'm just I there's something with the edibles where I have to go really slow because I think that head high gets me. But yes. I um I was like I ate it, whatever. I was just like hanging out and I was looking on Twitter and someone posted something and I'm clicking on like the I thought it was a video. So I'm like trying to get the sound working on it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm like double clicking it, trying to get the sound, playing with my phone, go to my phone settings with the sound, go back to it. And I'm like, I don't even know how long I was doing this. And then I realized it was a GIF. (laughs) Oh, bitch, you're high. Like, then I realized right right when I realized it was a GIF, I was like, you're high. Like, that's That's what told me that cookie just kicked in and you're a dumbass. 
So yeah, well, it was pretty good. Of, um, being high, I think we're both high. We forgot our position of the day. Yeah, I have it here. Oh shit! Okay, I got a music for it though. Are you Ooh, ready? This will make you excited. It. Oh, <laughs> I knew hey, you'd girl, like this. I got something real important to give you. So just sit down and listen. Girl, you know we've been together. Such a long, long time. Such a long time. All right. <laughs> we won't <laughs> play the whole thing. The line. Um, yeah, those, so guys. we got April 29th, the stop, drop, and roll. Oh, damn, because <laughs> I'm on fire. Yeah, basically the woman, they're both on the floor and he's behind. It's like they're spooning kind of. Stop, drop, and roll. Roll, roll around. I think that was part of like our cheerleading thing. One of them. Stop, drop, and roll. Here come the mighty whatever we were. Your All one year of cheerleading? My one year of cheerleading. My sister cheerleaded longer. And then I was friends with all the cheerleaders in high school. So I kind of got to know the cheers. But it wasn't my thing. So nice. Stop, drop, and roll. What's today's? We're t- recording on Tuesday the 28th. Yeah, I don't really get today's. It's called the Durga, D-U-R-G-A. Huh. And it's a guy laying on his back with his legs up in the air, and the woman is between them facing, like, his feet. I don't know. I can post it. It's weird. I don't get it. That is a weird I one. I wonder if there's, it. like, a... I wonder if there's a meaning behind that word or the what? The Durga. I don't even like that word. No, it, it doesn't sound sexy bad. at all. It reminds me of, like, Oops, I plugged it in wrong. I feel like we're really chatting a lot tonight. Durga is a... Oh, it's that, like, Hindu goddess with all the arms. Oh, like Ganesha is the one. Ganesha's the elephant. Right, I like Ganesha. Durga is the woman with all those arms. So maybe, yeah, because the legs are up and then her legs are out. I'll post it. Okay, sorry, Durga. We didn't mean to say we didn't get you. Yes, we like you, Durga. We can't offend the goddess. No. (laughs) She is the mother Uh, of the Hindu universe. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we gotta be nice. I thought He-Man. He-Man was the master of the universe. Do you remember He-Man? I uh, absolutely remember. And She-Ra. Yes, I had a cat named Snarf. Snarf, Snarf. And the little ghost guy. Who's the little ghost guy? What was his name? Oh my god, we're too funny. We must be. High. <laughs> I swear, I did not eat a cookie before we. Started. I didn't either. I had a piece of pizza and some popcorn. I wonder what the kids sprinkled on my fucking popcorn. I'm at my. I came to my mom's finally. Oh, you're at your mom's. Tell yeah. Paula. I said hello. I will, and they ordered Panda Express for dinner. So that was nice. A blast from the past. I you know can I tell you I've never had Panda Express. I mean it's like it's fine it's like bad but it's not my kids <laughs> like it I've yeah. never had it I'm just like eh some orange chicken and I got some chow mein it was good yum well we've got some sexy sex sex talk tonight let's hear um it. I have been freaking out when I don't take my allergy pills on time I feel like I'm dying and I have the corona um. So I ran across this and I'm like, okay, sure. Now that I really don't have access to any penises <laughs> or peni, 
Um, having sex might just cure your allergies. Of course. Yeah. Something so that they're you saying, can't do right um, now. Yeah, they're saying that uh, this is probably better than taking your antihistamine. That the relationship between sexual arousal, genitalia, and the nose are intimately linked, hmm. says a throat otolaryngologist. Yeah, Laryn, I can't pronounce that, at Cleveland Clinic. I'm not smart tonight. Um, when you're aroused, the blood vessels in your genitals dilate and the tissue swells, allowing for increased blood flow. But it turns out that the swelling happens above the belt, too, including in your nose. Uh, structures in your nasal passages called turbinates, which help filter the air you breathe, puff up. So during sex, though, your body produces adrenaline, which constricts your blood vessels to reduce blood flow again, causing your turbinates to shrink. So since your nose is getting less blood flow, there's less inflammation. That means your nose can open up and it's easier to breathe. He said the effects could last for up to two hours after sex. So consider having sex before you go to bed because the decongestant effect could make it easier for you to fall asleep. That's good uh, to know for future reference. Yeah, for future reference. And he's saying the, the position lying down, gravity works against you by pulling congestion back into your nose and worsening symptoms. So standing positions, this is kind of funny stuff. It ties in with our position of the day. Standing sex positions such as the fire hydrant and the flame are suggested. Get it? Stop, yes. drop, and roll. It's all full circle synchronicity for real right so um it it does mention though that when people have allergies they usually have lower sex drives so <laughs> please even if your sex drive isn't high and you have allergies and you have in-house dick try this i want to yeah. know if it works do it for us take one for the team yeah maybe getting married is a solution to having allergies <laughs> <laughs> I'll marry you just because you help with my congestion. <laughs> I mean, from what I hear, though, that doesn't always guarantee, like, regular sex, so. No, that's true. Yeah, isn't that kind of funny? Like, you're married, so you should be having sex, like, all the time, but then it's like married people never have sex. Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't either. Weird. Maybe once you got it, you don't want it anymore. Um, super fan Laura, she sent this in. Oh, and that was one of the uh, drops that I had. That I, <laughs> I had a drop of of um, Betty from the old show going, I love semen. <laughs> I don't think um, I've ever so heard that. No. Oh, now I want to try to find it because it's funny. Uh, let me go to drops. Uh, or if I so have, funny. I didn't realize it was her. Yeah, it was. Um, it's so funny. All of our drops are so dirty from our old show. I'm like, fuck me in the ass. Like, I'm looking at all these things going, my goodness, we're crazy. Oh, here we go. Love semen. Okay, let's see if I can get it to play. All right, you ready? I love semen. <laughs> I'll do it one Was more time. Was she for real I with that? semen. I don't know. 
we had to talk about it on a show. So maybe he isolated it from one of our shows. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. We'll play it one more time, Betty. I love semen. (laughs) So if you love semen, there is a blogger named Tracy Kiss. How appropriate, right? She's a 32-year-old health blogger, and she claims that ingesting her boyfriend's sperm every day, either directly or as part of a smoothie, is helping her to fight off coronavirus. (laughs) Okay, like, I'm not doing that, and I don't have coronavirus, so what is her... Her logic behind it is, she says that sperm is packed with vitamin C, calcium, and magnesium that aid in keeping us healthy. Um, Despite these claims, doctors have slammed Tracy's bizarre treatment. They say it's just a myth and it shouldn't be believed as there is no evidence to back the theory. Uh, Dr. Sarah Jarvis, talking with The Sun said there are hundreds of myths out there about how to protect yourself against COVID-19. Most of them are that myths. The idea of drinking semen doesn't have the slightest nugget of science behind it and is frankly extremely worrying. I like that she called it a nugget. (laughs) I mean, she has has a happy boyfriend, I guess. I guess. I mean, she probably says this. I love (laughs) semen. Oh, Betty. Yeah, so that that uh that was kind of our sex talk this time around. And we have like a hybrid um dating and synchronicity. Synchronicity. Yes. Do you want to go ahead and read that one? Sure. You got it, it is, or you want me to get it? I have it. Your biggest turn ons and turn offs based on your sign. And this was from listener Michael C. Michael Casanova. He's always coming through. He is. So Aries are notorious for their impulse, fast-paced, fast-paced approach to life. Um, they're fueled by passion, so they're extremely turned on by sudden bursts of desire. A sex in the middle of the day, a whisper in their ear at a party, they're here for it. Though it may sound crude, nothing fans their flames quite like an unexpected hookup in a bathroom stall or a backseat of a car. Don't mm. you have Aries in your past? <laughs> I do. I also have car hookups. <laughs> Never a fitting room, though. That's our bathroom. Like, those are two things on my list. Although now with this coronavirus. Uh, well, so um, they, yeah, they like uh, unexpected and that, like in public, it seems like. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like Aries, I've always like that's like a hot sign for me. I definitely do have. I have good sexual relations with them. But it also says that they have short attention spans, so they're not into excessive foreplay. So that's not a turn on for them. Yeah, I don't recall having a problem with foreplay. So I do recall having a problem with like anything other than sex. Like they just didn't want anything but sex. Mm. (laughs) That's where things go wrong. Um, Taurus is the most romantic of the zodiac signs. They love exploring their senses, so their sexual appetite is closely connected to sound, sight, taste, smell, and touch. 
Turn on your Taurus lover with a fully immersive experience, complete with chocolate, wine, candles, and oils. Taurus wants to be totally transported, so you might even want to experiment with sex in the great outdoors. And FYI, Tauruses are obsessed with desserts, so don't be afraid to bust out the whipped cream when the time is right. Also remember that Taurus is turned off by sloppiness, so bringing them to a tidy bedroom will keep them happy. Ooh. Yeah, okay. it's Taurus season, so take care of those Taurus in your life. Yeah, well, I blocked my cousin who's a Taurus today. <laughs> Gemini, let's see if this is true. Gemini, Every- Gemini. Everything in Gemini's life is about duality. Well, some Gemini may embrace this quality quite literally. Uh, <clears throat> threesomes. These air signs have more than enough charisma to make a monogamous romp feel like an orgy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. In short, go. nothing turns on Gemini more than lots of sexual experimentation. Seriously, they're down to try pretty much anything. The only thing Geminis are turned off by is monotony, so don't be afraid to get freaky with their consent, of course. They're Stop, also drop, go- and roll, girl. <laughs> yeah, and the Durga. <laughs> Um, Gemini love to be listened to try running your hand over theirs while they're talking make eye contact engage them in their fantasies it'll go a long way I I guess I agree oh Dan Dan the super fan financial man he's a a Gemini like you oh yeah we'll see if he agrees so when we go for burgers I'll rub both of your hands (laughs) (laughs) and it'll be like a threesome look at that yeah be threesome with <laughs> Stephanie Burgers. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, cancer intimacy is a big deal for these sweet, sensitive water signs. Symbolized by the crab, cancers need to feel safe before emerging from their shells. And the fastest way to foster loyalty is through physical closeness. Uh, don't be afraid to pull out all the romantic gestures in your arsenal for cancer. The sign is all about cuddling, spooning, and sensual caresses. Don't be Ooh. shy about cozying up with your cancer lover. Intimacy matters. Take your time. Slow it down. Cancers may guard their sensitivities with tough armor, but they're not afraid to use their claws when they need to. Uh-oh. So be sure to pay lots of attention to them. Leos are all about drama, so when it comes to sex, the bedroom can quickly transform into a stage. Performative and bombastic, the biggest turn-on for these lions is to feel desired. They thrill at the thought of being wanted, especially when the passion leads to cinematic lovemaking. Oh, boy. (laughs) Leos love to be wined and dined through luxurious dates, tabloid-worthy expressions of adoration, and grandiose displays of affection. Whip out the massage oils, candles, slinky lingerie, and make your lion purr. But if you I make wonder them, if Andrew Cuomo is a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> but make them feel even the least bit snubbed, and you can expect some angry roars. Uh-oh. Yeah, don't snub a Leo. Virgo. Mm-mm. The sign of Virgo symbolizes the virgin archetype, an outdated association that sometimes leads to the false assumption that Virgos are prudish. The truth is the contrary. Like a horny teenager, Virgos are absolutely obsessed with sex and really savor every moment of it. Governed by Mercury, which is the planet of communication, Virgos also love to talk about getting down. So a fully scripted round of role play should be on the menu. What's more, Virgos tend to skew flustered and detail-oriented. So slow it down and put the focus on them with plenty of foreplay. Plenty of dirty talk, too, it sounds like. Yeah, and they're turned off by anything they deem unsanitary. So just wash your hands. Corona! Get Coronavirus. out. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! 
Libra. Libra is ruled by Venus, which is the planet of love and beauty. Libra tend to treat their lovers like precious works of art. With such a refined palette, it's no surprise that Libras are turned on by elegance and sophistication. Taking the time to make your Libra a cocktail and put on some great music goes a long way. But don't let that flair fool you. Libras are known for their adventurous adventurousness in the bedroom too a little bit of role reversal and tons of foreplay like spanking fingering and butt plugging is definitely not out of the question ultimately the fastest way to a libra's heart is always through the mind so they will be instantly turned off if the post coital convo is boring so keep their minds right (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't be doing that if you're with a, a libra uh, Scorpio. Scorpios are governed by Pluto, the planet of the underworld. Scorpios Ooh. love to dive into power play and are extremely turned on by explorations of dominance and submission. They aren't afraid to explore taboos, so try getting extra kinky with your Scorpio with their consent. Go for long, steamy oral sessions. Take it outside or add a sex toy or three. Whatever you do, make sure you act with feeling. Increase the connection with intense eye contact and a firm grip. Scorpio is all about chemistry. So you need that to that. sound a little dramatic too, though. There's a little overboard. I mean, come on. It's ruled by the planet um, of the underworld. Yeah. It's a little much. Um, Sagittarius. Sag- they're <laughs> explorers. So their biggest turn on will always be adventure. Sagittarius views physical intimacy as an opportunity for emotional discovery and intellectual expansion. This fire sign is extremely aroused by anything that has a hint of danger. So don't be surprised if your Sagittarius lover is into public sex and group sex can be a major turn on too. But on the flip side, they're totally turned off by any sex that feels overly sentimental. So don't, you know. Don't try to cuddle. Don't try to remember when we did this in the back of the Chevy. Yeah. No, I love yous, I guess. No, I love you. <laughs> All right, let's see if this Capricorn is right. Well, let's see. You let me know. Capricorns are the most ambitious sign of the zodiac. Their sex drive is no exception. These enterprising earth signs take getting down seriously and expect their partners will too. They want to have a rich private life filled with lots of kinky adventures. So don't be afraid to turn up the heat with these naughty sea goats. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sea goats oh, yeah. sound so like not sexual. Plus, these dynamos like to take charge, so let them take the reins and lean into the power play. Nothing turns them off more than someone who's all talk. So sexting is nice, but Capricorn lovers need to get physically and get down and dirty. Yeah, it annoys me to have all that sexting going on. I'm like, you know what? Put up or shut up. (laughs) Okay, so you're a Capricorn here. Yeah. (laughs) Aquarius are turned on by anything that goes against societal conventions. They love mystery. So adding in a master blindfold is sure to turn up the heat. If anything, your Aquarius lover may be turned off by more traditional approaches to sex. They're simply not bizarre enough for this free thinking air sign. Hot tip, Aquarians love sci-fi. So try incorporating a piece of technology into your play. Like those alien eggs stingers or just a vibrator <laughs> well i'm an aquarius moon so that's too funny ah, to yeah but yeah. no don't you remember that alien it's like an alien dildo that you squeeze it and it like lays eggs inside the lady yeah i think i blocked that out of my memory but now it's coming back i thought Thanks. you said i think i bought that i'm like no what? you bought the alien egg dildo no i'm into <laughs> experimentation but not like that 
Um, all right. Lastly, Pisces. They're highly spiritual and empathic. It's mm-hmm. no surprise they're extremely turned on by deeply spiritual connections. They're aroused by out-of-the-world ex- explorations and sh- so. Oh, sorry. They're aroused by out-of-this-world exploration, so be sure to explore the nooks and crannies of your psychic world with this water sign. Um, they like to go with the flow. Shower and hot tub sex are definite musts. Well, now we know be... why Ed has that big old jacuzzi tub. I was going to say, I'm going to be looking at Ed's tub a little differently now. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that turns them off is rigid- rigidity. As long as you're flexible and open-minded, Pisces will be delighted to swim in your direction. To swim in I your like what? water. Uh, semen. <laughs> uh, too funny. Good. Um, were you were you laughing this week when you um, saw all these people like saying there's aliens? What are all these lights lined up in a row? What are all these lights? Did you see all the people? I saw freaking that, out? but I was just like, yeah, the aliens are coming. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if yeah, one just landed like, and like rang the bell. And I don't think anything could surprise me this year. Like, yeah, anything okay. can happen. Really, anything can happen. It's like the universe is saying, "Hold my beer." Right. <laughs> I got Here a lot of aliens. tricks. So, um, yeah, so people were wondering what all those lights were. So if you looked up in the sky at night and you saw like a train of bright lights moving across from one side to the other, um, it's like 60 lights in a long line. And people from the U.S. and the U.K. have been seeing, um, of course, they're saying they're UFOs. It's an alien invasion. Uh, But fear not. They were actually just satellites launched into space by SpaceX um, which Elon Musk runs. And um, the satellites are part of something called Starlink. And it's a project by SpaceX to launch thousands of satellites into orbit and beam the internet to Earth from space. And they're hoping to use this to fund missions to Mars. So they're just really trying to get more um, internet availability to more areas on the planet for people that don't have it. But nothing to have to do with 5G because those people are freaking out too. No, uh-uh. Nothing to do with 5G. Okay, nope. Good. good nope. Good. And I, I I, know we're kind of close to being done, but I do have a booze news stuff. I'm always ready for some booze news. Booze news. Booze news. So when I was doing my Arctic expedition in my <laughs> yeah. freezer... <laughs> We found a bunch of those flavor ice popsicles. You know what I'm Freezy talking pops. about? They're my favorite. Yeah, they're it's like for people that don't know what we're talking about. They're it's like they it looks like juice in like a plastic tube and then you stick them in the freezer and then you just snip the tip off and like you suck off suck off. <laughs> you suck out the popsicle. What was it? I love semen. I love, I love semen. <laughs> Poor Betty. Um, so what you can do stuff is you can get these, their flavorized popsicles or otter pops, right? Is that what you called yours? The otter pops? Uh, freezy pops. Freezy pops. Okay. Flavorized otter pops, freezy pops. They should be in the stores now because it's always like a summer staple. My grandparents mm-hmm. always had them. So I love what them. You can, so you freeze them, right? And you get yourself a big like cup or a bowl or a glass or a pitcher, whatever you want to use. And so like you can take the red ones and, you know, cut the end off, squeeze them out like on a cutting board and like chop them into chunks. And you can do like a rainbow stack. So like your red, your orange, your yellow, whatever. And then 
pour your alcohol on top of it. Oh, okay. And um, crush everything up. And it, it could be like vodka, tequila, even White Claw, like whatever you want to add. Yeah. But it's like your boozy rainbow slushy then. Yum. That sounds great. Right. And they're saying like you can even do it in a punch bowl. Like when you want to have friends over when we can finally like have our friends over. Like you can do that in a punch bowl. And it's pretty. It's summery. And you don't. it's not a lot of work. Just crushing up some popsicles and throwing some booze on them. I think I will be doing this in the next month or so. Hell yeah. Well, I, like I said, I found some of those in my freezer. I'm ready to go make me one right now. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do we have? We're going to end the show on our uh, big time Tommy this week. Take Here we go. How you doing, Instagram? It's big time Tommy. And here's my thought of the day. Know your worth. Don't ever let somebody shortchange your credibility or insult your intelligence. Because that's not old school. Make America old school again. OS for life. Take it easy. Take it easy. Thanks, time, Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. He was like spinning around in circles. And that one song, A-E-I-O-U. I used to roller skate to that song. I loved that song. Do you remember that song? I don't think so. No, I'm not going to sing it because I'm sucky at singing tonight. But that was a jam back in the day. And then we have one final bit of advice right here. Accuser of the fucking brethren, you <laughs> motherfucker. That's advice? <laughs> yeah, man. That was, that was me to my cousin today. I should have just sent her that clip. Accuser of the, the brethren, you motherfucker. Yeah, I would and love just, if you said that. Too bad you blocked her. I know. Well, it was like... Um, <laughs> So my kids were like, you know, are you going to be upset if like, I'm like, no, you know, like we're adults, you don't just send people bullshit and think it's okay to do Yeah, like big time Tommy, like, you know what, guard your integrity. Yeah. You know, don't let people fucking get to you. Right. What was his message? Tell him, man. What was it? Guard your, uh, what? Hey, doing Instagram. It's (laughs) big time Tommy. And he is. My thought of the day. Know your worth. Know your worth, Steph. Know your worth. Hell yeah. What, does she think I'm some dummy? I'm not a dummy. You know who's a dummy? We know who the dummy is. Um, He's orange. Accuser of the brethren. (laughs) Accuser of the fucking brethren, you motherfucker! I swear I didn't eat any cookies. I don't know what's going on over here. I'm just saying, Donald Trump. Like, oh, even yeah, my no. boss was like, "What the fuck's with this guy trying to light up the body and inject some Clorox?" What is no, he, he was being sarcastic nuts? stuff. Don't take it. Don't take it so seriously. Yeah, he was being sarcastic. <laughs> I'm telling you, he must eat some fucking edibles every day. I think he does that. It snorts Adderall. They say. Oh, really? I believe yeah. that. He yeah. just gets out there and just starts talking and he doesn't even know what he said. He's <laughs> rambling. I'm telling you, everybody on his staff, they've all got to have like high blood pressure. And they're, oh, well, today, did you see everybody flipping their lid about Pence not wearing a mask at Mayo yeah. Clinic? <laughs> I saw that. And so somebody said it and I like posted, I'm like, dude, they're all vaccinated. Remember? Like they all got the vaccine. They don't have to wear masks. <laughs> like, I just can't wait for one of them to get it. I hope they do. 
I doubt they will just because it would just be such poetic justice. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's too much to ask for. <sighs> They're the lizard people. They're running the show. The lizards are immune to it. <laughs> All these conspiracy well, theories. There's so much fun. That note. <laughs> we will see you next, see Tuesday. You next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.